What's up, everybody? This is the HodgePodge of Nothingness Podcast, and I am David Korb. All right, guys, I got no game to talk about, so I'm just going to go ahead and jump straight into around the division. Um, good news was it looks like the Brewers lost last night. They're now 34-29. and 29. Uh, They're 6-4 and four in their last 10. Uh, like I said, they lost last night. Their run differential uh, is now minus 15. It's actually getting better. They're starting to get more towards the uh, the positive side of it. Um in second place is the Pirates. They're only a game back now. Uh, like I said, they didn't, you know, as we know, they didn't play like yesterday. So 32 and 29. Pirates are six and four in their last 10. They've lost their last two, as we painfully know. Uh, their run differential is minus two right now. Um, behind them is Cincinnati, 29 34. Um, they're five and five in their last 10. They lost their last game and uh, currently run differential of minus 36. Somehow, I don't know how they've gotten. They've won some games, though, uh, over the course of how bad the run differential is, but whatever. Um, Chicago's 26 and 36. Uh, they're 4 and 6 in their last 10. They've lost their last four. They're reeling right now. Um, a negative eight run differential would indicate why. Um, and then the bottom basement's uh, St. Louis, um, 26 and 37. Man, that, that sounds horrendous. I can't believe how bad the Cardinals are doing, but I'm, I'm here for it. Trust me. Uh, they're three and seven in the last 10. Uh, they did win their last game. I think they beat Cincy. If I think, uh, if I'm not, if I stand corrected there, I'm not sure. I think that's who they faced. Yes, it is actually. Um, but, uh, they have a plus one differential right now. So that's, that's the standings, Milwaukee, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Chicago, then St. Louis. Um, let's go ahead and check in on a wild card too, because I am I'm curious if anything changed, uh, with that. Um, Pirates are still have that third wild card guys, uh, uh, in, the first wild card is the Dodgers at 36 and 27. And then it's the Miami Marlins at 35 and 28. And then it's the Pirates at 32 and 29. Um, I told you I'm, I'm more focused on the wild card because I just, if I was a betting man, I would bet if the Pirates do sneak in, I, I, I think it's as a wild card. I just, I don't see them winning the division. I, I just don't. I hope they do. Don't get me wrong. I hope I'm dead wrong. But, um, I, I just the only thing I see I see them is winning is winning a wild card spot. That's what I see them getting. Uh, so that's why I'm focused on this. And behind the Pirates uh, is is the San Francisco Giants at 32 and 30. That's why that series out there was a big uh, series win for them. Um, so they're only a, game, a half a game back of the Pirates. And then it's Philly at 30 and 32. They're two and a half back of the Pirates. And then guess who it is? The New York Mets at 30 and 33. There are three games back of the Pirates for wild card spot as we currently sit. Um, so uh, and they're three and seven in their last ten, uh, and they've lost six in a row. The Mets are really struggling. Their run differential is a minus nineteen, and they are fifteen and twenty one away. So they don't really have a, a great winning streak away. Um, so now, mind you, just after the, how the Pirates play against the A's, that might you know that shows it might not matter as much. Um, Behind the Mets is San Diego at 29 and 33. They're three and a half back. And then it's uh, Cincinnati and Chicago and then St. Louis. So um, the Pirates are doing good. They're, they're, as far as the wild card goes, they're right there. They still have a wild card spot as we sit in June, uh, June 9th, as we speak for now. Um, so, but yeah, the Mets are one of the teams right behind them. So this is definitely a big series for them. And it's one of the reasons why, you know, I, I was really hoping that they would call up some of these top prospects like Andy Rodriguez and Nick Gonzalez, because I, I would, I would like them to go ahead and uh, 
if bulk up, if you will, uh, the lineup there. But um, looks like that's not going to happen, unfortunately. Um, speaking of prospects, we'll go ahead and do a down on the farm segment. Um, I'm just going to do like I did uh, yesterday, just just give you a heads up about how their games have went. Um, the Indianapolis Indians, they got their ass kicked yesterday by the Omaha Storm Chasers, 15-7. to um, But Nick Gonzalez, he went uh, one for four with two runs. He had a walk, two strikeouts. His batting average is uh, 250 now with an OPS of 776. Um, Trilo, he uh, went one for four with a run. He had an RBI, a walk, a strikeout. His batting average is 256 with 718 OPS. Eddie Rodriguez had a hit. He had two RBIs. Um, his batting average currently sits at 253 and 748 OPS. Uh, Cal Mitchell, he had two hits. He was two for two with two RBIs. Batting average 275 and a 799 OPS. And then Andujar, uh, he had a hit, an RBI, a strikeout, and uh, he's batting 347 and a 1.013 OPS. Andujar had a home run last night. Um, Andy Rodriguez and Cal Mitchell both had doubles, by the way. And then our, uh, Henry Davis, he went two for five, um, and uh, he's batting 300 as so far in a small sample size at AAA and a 917 OPS. And as are really hitting prospects I'm really worried about. Um Davis had a stolen base last night. Nice. Uh, naturally, it for the hitting. Um, Vito, a uh, a guy that has been brought up as a possibility to get brought up to the rotation. He pitched yesterday uh, for them. Didn't do that well. Uh, five earned runs, four hits, and 4.1 innings. Had five walks. So, struggle control, it looks like. Uh, only three Ks. His ERA is sitting now at 4.55. And uh, Mladenski, he, he went ahead and he got, got some playing time yesterday a guy that we thought maybe the Pirates could add to the bullpen, who I would love to see get added to the bullpen like right now as we speak. There's some guys in that bullpen that need shot straight into the fucking sun as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but, yeah, Mazenzi um, went uh, two innings, two hits, one earned run, but had five strikeouts, no walks. Pretty good. Um, his ERA sits at 328 right now. Uh, like I said, would love to see this guy get called up. Um all right, moving on to Altoona. Uh, Altoona lost 2-0 to the Richmond Flying Squirrels, another great minor league baseball team game. Um, Pagaro went one for four with one strikeout. Uh, his average sits at 259 with an OPS 746. Gorski went 0 for four, had three strikeouts. His batting average sits at 261 with a 767 uh, OPS. Uh, let's see here, anybody else of interest here? Um, no, not really. Moving on down to the pitchings, uh, see if anybody else. No, really nothing else of interest really to read off here. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm dead wrong. I missed it. Oh, Jones. Jones pitched for them. Jared Jones went 6.1 innings. He had one hit, one run, only one run he gave up, one walk, five Ks. He gave up a, looks like a solo home run. Guys, his ERA is down to 2 2 1. Wow. Doing really good at double A. Uh, I've seen some people say that, that maybe he could be a guy that possibly gets called up. I don't know. I'd be if they called him up, that'd be awesome. Um, he's got the stuff, man. He really does. Um, so I, I I'd be fine with they called him up. I, I really I'd be excited because this kid this kid's really good. Um, the potential with him is is it's sky high. But uh, but that's how it went with um, the Altoona curve yesterday. So we'll get jump on down to Brainton Marauders. Uh, holy shit, they got their ass kicked by the Duden Blue Jays, 14-3. to Good Lord. Um, Tamir Johnson, he went 0 for 3 with an RBI and a walk and a strikeout. His batting average is currently 245 with a 7.66 OPS. 
Shailen Polanco went 0 for 3. He did have an RBI, though, but he struck out three times. His batting average is 226, and his OPS currently sits at 745. Um, Luis Hernandez, he went 0 for 1. He had one run, uh, two walks over. The 222 batting average and a 639 OPS. Brannigan, for them, had a home run, though. Um, Dotel, for the pitch for them, he only went 2.2 innings, gave up four earned runs, seven runs in general, and six hits. He had three walks and two strikeouts. His ERA sits at 643, so a not great start for uh, Dotel. Um, and that's that's really it for uh, on the farm, guys. That's just an update on how it's been going uh, for some of the top prospects uh, in their recent games. I figured I'd do that for you guys. Just to, I'm going to keep doing that, too, just to give you guys a generalization of how things are going. I think if I do that daily or, you know, almost every other day, just to give you an idea, guys, of how they're doing down there, um, especially with top prospects like Endy and Henry Davis and uh, Gonzalez and Livier Pagaro, you know, those kind of guys that we know are on the a brink of getting called up possibly. But, um, all right, I'm going to go ahead and jump into the pregame and scouting report. Um, pregame, it's, uh, it's going to be Tyler uh, McGill. I believe he's facing Rich Hill. Uh, Tyler McGill in 12 games is 5-3 and three with a 440 ERA, uh, 59.1 innings pitch, and he's got 48 strikeouts and a 162 whip. So a little issue with control, giving up walks and hits there with a 162 whip. Um, ERA is not too great. Uh, and his strikeouts, he's not really a power guy, strikeout guy. Um, big dude, though, six foot seven. He's a righty. Like I said, he's going to be taking on Rich Hill. Rich Hill currently sits – wait for this thing to load. He currently sits at 5-5 five and five with a 4-4-1 ERA. So, going to have Rich Hill on the mound. Uh, he's 65.1 innings pitched with 61 Ks and a 1-3-8 whip. So, he's actually lowered his whip, Rich Hill has. Um, but, you know, it's Rich Hill. Um you know, anything can happen. He's been playing a lot better baseball lately. Uh, been pitching way better. Um, he, he's really good at putting on a master class of throwing off batter's timing, coming at them with seven different pitches. Um, but there's times, man, where you face teams and they're good junk ball hitters and they'll crush him. Or he'll just have an inning where he just caves and, and gives up, you know, three to five runs in a blink of an eye. Um but he's facing a, a Mets team that's reeling right now. I mean, you think we're doing bad after losing to the A's two games. Hell, the Mets have lost six in a row. So uh, this might be a perfect timing for, for, for him to face a team like that. Maybe get, help get us back in the win column. Uh, we're facing, I said, McGill's a righty. So I, I fully expect to see Marcano out there, Bay out there. I'm hoping they put Castro out there. I, I I, the potential of him, man, like I, I want to see him take on righties as much as I do lefties. Like I want to see it. Um, those three kids, man, Marcano Bay and Casher, they're the key to this team. They really are uh, for now and towards the future. We've got to see what they can do. Um, Santana has been really struggling. Like I, I wouldn't mind seeing Joe uh, get some more time at first base there in his place, but I doubt it because they, they really like Santana's defense. Fully expect Hedges to start. Um, he's actually been hitting the ball a lot better lately, honestly, if you really look at the stats of his last seven games. Um, so, uh, here's the hoping he continues that, I, but I doubt it, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but yeah, I also wanted to go ahead, um, 
go ahead and do the scouting report on them just to take a look at uh, just at how they how they've been how they've been doing uh, as far as a team goes. We'll go ahead and do. Let's go ahead and do the team total stats first. Um, in batting, the New York Mets. Man, they're low. They're twentieth in batting average at two forty right now, and then uh, in home runs, they are. That's the Yankees. They're tenth, so they're in the top ten in in hitting the long ball at seventy six uh, home runs. So that's something we're gonna have. There, the pitching is gonna be cognizant of. And that scares the shit out of me, considering how much our young pitchers tend to put the ball over the plate. In RBIs, the New York Mets are 16th with 268. Just to compare, the Pirates are in 21st place at 253. Stolen bases, I am curious about this, because I'm curious to see if, they, if they're aggressive on the base pass. They're 14th in the league, um, the stolen bases with 44. Um, so it's not as aggressive of like the Pirates at 68 or Tampa Bay at 83. So it's kind of, you know, middle of the road, nothing to really sneeze at. Um, on base percentage, looks like the Mets are 16th, 320. Um, on base percentage, the Pirates 326. So, and the Pirates are ranked 11th. So they're middle of the road on base percentage as well. What else? Um Strikeouts. This is another interesting one. I'd like to see see how much they strike out. Um. Yeah, they're towards the bottom. They don't strike out as much. Twenty seventh uh, in strikeouts. That's actually good for them, which really sucks for us. But, um. But yeah. So that's all I got for the batting part for the team totals and pitching. Uh, their ERA, the Mets, and I'm scrolling. That's a good thing. Um. Yeah, they got their their pitching has not been good. It's a four six eight ERA. That's twenty fourth uh, in the league. That's pretty bad. I mean, because twenty seventh is Cincinnati with a five oh four ERA, and the Nationals are not far behind them. So that's that is not good. Just to compare, guys, the the Pirates are. Let's see where are the Pirates at four one two at thirteenth. So what? Are, yeah, they're like tenth ranked better than them. That's that's pretty good. Um, for the Pirates compared to the Mets. So it sounds like they're, yeah, it looks like their pitching has not been uh, good. Let's see how many strikeouts their pitchers have. See if they, see if they've been, they're 17th. So they're, you know, middle of the road at 529, 529 strikeouts. Um, batting average against, another good one to look at. Um, the Mets, I'm still scrolling. 252, ranked 22nd. So, so two for two batting average are allowing to opposing teams. That's their average. That's uh, that's the bottom third in the league. So that's good for the Pirates because Lord knows that the Pirates could use some easy pitching. But I swear to God, it always seems like they face the aces and and win more against them than they do the shitty pitchers out there. So it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense for uh, for me at least. Um, let's go ahead and check in on the individual uh, stats for the opposing team. Give you a little an idea of who we need to look out for there with the Mets. Um, as far as batting goes, on base percentage is Nemo at 373, then McNeil at 355, then Alonzo at 326, Starling Marte at 314, then Lindor at 296. Um, Alonzo leads the team in slugging percentage at 546, then Nemo at 422. 
Lindor at 420, McNeil at 345, and Marte at 332. Those names are sounding a lot familiar. Yep, every time it's those five guys. Alonzo, OPS, 872, Nemo, 795, Lindor, 716, McNeil, 700, Marte, 646 in OPS. Nemo leads a team in hits. Lindor leads a team in doubles. And Nemo leads a team in triples. Walks is Nemo. Strikeouts is Lindor, though. Lindor leads team in strikeouts at 62, then Nemo at 58. Alonzo at 51, then Marte at 41. I'm interested to see stolen bases. Where is that at? Marte leads a team in stolen bases. I know you're not shocked there. Um, 17, then Lindor at 5. So they're not – he's not one of the top stolen base guys in the league uh, like he used to be, but, but Marte is still a threat there on the base paths, and he leads his team by, by a, a large margin. Um, Fam is second. He's actually tied with Lindor for second with five as well. And then LaCastro has four, and Canna has three, and McNeil does two, and Nemo. Um, take a look at their pitching. Uh, most wins for them is McGill with five. Oh, and Scherzer as well, and Senga. They're all tied with five wins. Then Smith has three, and Carrasco has two, Robinson two. Uh, Robertson, it might be their closer. I have to look, but Verlander's got two for them as well. As far as strikeouts goes, Sanga leads the team in strikeouts with 73, then Sturzer with 58, then McGill with 48, then Peterson with 45, and Robertson with 35. But uh, earned runs. Um, Peterson has given up the most earned runs, then McGill with 29, good. Carrasco, 24. Then Sango with 24, and Scherzer 22 uh, earned runs. Um, losses for them. Uh, Peterson has the most losses of them, six. McGill with three, Sango three, Verlander three, and Carrasco two. So that's that's basically it, guys. Um, that's all I basically have for now. It's going to be a short podcast because of uh, just not having a game to go over. But um, – that's all I got for today, guys. Uh, hopefully, they get the win tonight. I can't wait to talk about it tomorrow with you guys. Um, if you're enjoying the podcast, I really appreciate it. If you'd like to subscribe, I appreciate that. You just click the plus button or click the follow button. That's all it is. It doesn't cost you anything, and I'd really appreciate it. Uh, if you want to do it through Spotify, I'd really appreciate that, too. Um, I'm also, don't forget, I'm on the Steelers Sanctuary podcast with Dave Ribeiro from SteelersSanctuary.com. If you'd like to subscribe to that as well. We're also on YouTube. That's another thing we're doing now, too, as well. But uh, all right, guys, that's all I got. Take care. Go Bucks.